I know there's a handful of people here who were at my, my very first Mass um, of Thanksgiving, the day after I was ordained, so you might have heard this little story in the beginning, so some of you it might sound a tad familiar. Um, when I was when I was a little kid, my grandfather and my uncle Gerard worked in the in the auto upholstery industry, and uh, they owned a business in Brooklyn, New York. And I can remember the first time I saw a cool red Fiat Spider convertible driving down the road. And as I watched the car drive down the street, my grandfather said, "You know what Fiat stands for?" And you know, my little kid self said, "You know what, Poppy?" And he said. Fix it again, Tony. And so they did not have the reputation for reliability back in the day. But today, I want to mention a different fiat, the fiat of our Blessed Mother Mary. Today we celebrate the feast of the Assumption of our Blessed Mother. But you might say that Mary's Assumption into Heaven by our Lord Jesus Christ started far before she was taken up into Heaven. It started with her fiat, her yes to God. Fiat is a Latin word that means, let it be done. This was Mary's response to the angel Gabriel when he told her that she would be the mother of God. Mary's divine yes, let it be done to me according to thy word. If we have a relationship with Jesus, we should have a relationship with his mother. Remember, Catholics do not worship Mary, but she deserves the highest honor that man can give to a person. Mary followed God's divine will perfectly, and as a result, we should be inspired to follow her, because where she leads is always towards Jesus Christ. When Mary responded with her fiat, the Holy Spirit overshadowed her with divine grace, and Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of the law itself, descends into the womb of Mary. Hebrews 9.4 tells us that the Ark of the Covenant contained a portion of manna, the miraculous bread from heaven from Exodus, Aaron's staff, and the Ten Commandments. Mary becomes the new ark, carrying our Lord Jesus Christ himself, who is the bread of life, a fulfillment of the prefigured manna. Mary, the new ark, contains Jesus Christ, who is the high priest, a fulfillment of Aaron's priesthood. Mary, the new ark, contains Jesus Christ, who is the fulfillment of the law itself first given to us in the Ten Commandments. Mary contains all of these things in her very womb. As Mary lived her life, she raised Jesus, followed Jesus, watched him be crucified as her heart was pierced. Mary is also present among the disciples when Jesus is resurrected. Then Jesus, by his own divine power, ascends into heaven. Soon thereafter, Jesus sends the Holy Spirit, which once overshadowed her, and the Spirit descends upon Mary and his apostles. Mary is ever-present to the apostles and the early church community. We also remember that from the cross, Jesus entrusts the beloved disciple John into her care, as the, as the scriptures record. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved, standing near he said to his mother woman behold your son then he said to the disciple behold your mother and from that hour the disciple took her into his own home 
we have homilies as early as the sixth century that preach about the assumption of Mary. This gives us a clue that all that knew her, St. John and the early Christian church, knew what happened to her. And what happened to her was something different than when Jesus ascended into heaven, which he does under his own divine power. Mary is assumed or taken up by the divine power of God. She does not do so under her own power. This should not be a surprise or scandal to anyone, um, even non-Catholics, because we know that God had assumed people into heaven before, like Enoch and Elijah. Elijah, Elijah having just appeared alongside Moses in the transfiguration, which we celebrated just a little, little while ago in the liturgical season. We also know that Mary died. How do we know? Because Mary always follows the pattern of her divine son. So just as Jesus died and was risen, so too was Mary. This is also not something new. Remember, Lazarus was raised from the dead. One of the most important distinctions is that Mary was not the norm. So why would we expect her to have a normal life and death like the rest of us? She is wholly unique in God's divine plan of salvation. You also remember that the author of the book of Revelations was none other than Mary's adopted son, John, who writes in Revelation 12, which we heard today, and a great portent appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of 12 stars. This is in fact Mary who is in heaven, and who greater a witness than her adopted son, John the Apostle. Finally, we have glimpses of our Blessed Mother Mary's presence in heaven in the apparitions where she has appeared to the faithful. Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe, where she always points the way to her son, Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And it all began with a yes, a fiat to God. The reason we are here in this church today for Mass is because we desire to say yes to God, to follow the holy example of our Blessed Mother in hopes that just as our Lord assumed Mary into heaven, body and soul, that we may also be taken up to heaven, body and soul, where we will live forever in peace with our Lord Jesus Christ and Our Lady Mary. Holy Mary, Mother of God, 